Welcome to Don't Look Under the Bed. Our guest this week is the quintessential road warrior. When she's not traveling weekly for work, you can find her on the road supporting her son, who is a student athlete at Yale University. Angie Carey is the Senior Director of Community-Based Partnerships at CareSource. We discuss why face-to-face meetings are so important, why it's important for you to pack your patience, show appreciation, and extend some grace while you're traveling. Additionally, Angie gives us some of her favorite travel must-haves. Enjoy the show. Hi, Angie. Welcome to Don't Look Under the Bed. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to join you today. Well, you know, typically we speak to um, industry uh, leaders and, you know, colleagues, people that are in the business, either working at a hotel or a restaurant or uh, somebody that's leading a team, um, above property. And I thought it was important to actually get uh, the perspective of somebody who is a business traveler, somebody who is um, planning events in hotels or, you know, at restaurants right now, somebody that travels like you do so extensively with your son's uh, sports team. Shout out to the Bulldogs. <laughs> Thank you. The Yale Bulldogs appreciate you, Robbie. Yes, I'm yes. telling you, yeah, this business travel has been interesting. Also, during the pandemic, Robbie, I've had to hire a team of 50% travel. We really have had to up our salary negotiations because people really want to stay in their in their bubbles. So to you know, to have a 50% travel team has just been uh, a little harder or more of a challenge than I thought it would be. To- wow. So talk about that for a minute. So in your current role, you're hiring. Yes, in my current okay. role, I am the senior director of community-based relationships for okay. a, a, a nonprofit called CareSource. Been in business for 30 years. We serve Medicaid members, and our clients are community-based organizations and the State Department of Health and Human Services. And while we have done very well with Zoom and WebEx and video calls, Nothing establishes a good relationship like breaking bread together, meeting in person, <clears throat> and it's required, you know, a heavy travel team. So, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I've hired a team of three. I just brought on my final person the other day, mm-hmm. and I did explain to each of them. I said, let's give it at least a year or six months before you say yay or nay, because I know that this is a whole different ball game. I've been traveling like this for my career for over 20 years, so I've had the pre and the post, and I realize mm-hmm. that they're coming in at the post. So, uh, you know, the 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 some ha- hotels not having housekeeping, wearing a mask, you know, from beginning to end all day long. Lots of conferences are now starting to say, okay, show us your vaccination. You must mm. have proof of vaccination to, you know, to even attend a conference or a certain meeting. And uh, also following the lead of the room. You know, when you're trying to build relationships in a sales meeting. If these people all have masks on, then you put your mask on. If you know, if they don't, then let it down. It's sure. been interesting as we've worked the East Coast for a Rhode Island contract versus working the South area with Mississippi and Florida 
it seems like there's no pandemic. So you mm -hmm. can, you know, see the various uh, things across the region as well. You could tell areas of the country where they have been hit harder and they take the pandemic more seriously. Wow. You're absolutely right. It's like wherever I go, I mean, you just never know. Like I went to the store today and some people are wearing masks and some people are not. There yeah. are signs that still say, you know, masks are encouraged, mm -hmm. but you don't get the side eye as much as <laughs> you did, you know, when it was kind of like a mandatory thing. Um, let's go back to you and your travel. So you've traveled pre and post um, pandemic, and obviously there are um, obvious changes, you know, with um, wearing the mask on the plane and things like that. But what has been uh, the most jarring change for you relative to your state, your hotel stays? The most jarring change for me is the um, lack of staff or thereof. I am definitely, as I look on the news and see people say employment is very hard, employment is very hard, I can see the lack of staffing in the hotels, especially being like an ambassador member with the Marriott, you know, mm -hmm. certain little perks that would, you know, oh, Angie, here's your turndown service or here's someone coming to your room delivering an extra bouquet of flowers or strawberries yeah. or whatever right. would come a lot of that is not there mm -hmm. and also for me it's just been giving people grace I can see people's mental health has been definitely affected during this time yeah. people are higher and on edge I've even shared with my boss I'm 51 years old I kept saying oh I love this career I can do this until my 60s and I'm like okay I don't know if I could do this till my yeah. 60s I could kind of hear the tone in some of the flight attendants voice with the sir please put back on your mask or ma'am, please put back on your mask. And next thing, you know, I just feel like she gonna jump over the chair. Like, if I say put on your mask, I'm gonna choke you. <laughs> it gets real out there for real. And, and you get all tense and everything. And so yes. I, I, you know, kind of get tense for them when I see I that too. happening. I do and too. I even do too. in a restaurant, you know, when Absolutely. people are not as patient, mm -hmm. um, it's like, you want to say something, uh, Yes, so, yes, 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 yes. So us as consumers and as patrons of these establishments, you know, walking into a hotel and you, you see that, okay, yes, you are an ambassador. Um, there's like 10 people in line in front of you. There's typically like that other person at that ambassador desk where you can just mm -hmm. kind of go and check yep. in without whatever. How does that make you feel or what, what do you do? What's your, I just try to give myself time to not mm -hmm. rush mm -hmm. and to give people grace and patience. Yeah. Cause I would want that same thing with me. Yeah. Uh, I've also tried to take time to, I've always loved gratuities. My grandmother was a housekeeper at the Chase Park Plaza hotel in St. Louis. So I always leave housekeeping gratuities, but now I find myself writing a note mm -hmm. to say, I thank you. I appreciate you and going a step further uh, even wonderful. as I'm throughout the restaurants, I don't know if all your listeners are aware of this or if this is a typical protocol for all uh, restaurant staff, but I noticed that some gratuities are given within the staff's paycheck. And so therefore, I'll try to leave a cash tip so mm -hmm. they'll have that mm -hmm. money right then and there. Yes. Even if yeah. my job doesn't reimburse me or whatever, I just mm -hmm. try to like go that extra mile for people and give them grace. Yeah. And um, it's also great when you can bring the mask down so they can see your smile. Yeah. 
you know, and I've been surprised at how people can even see your smile with the mask on. Yeah. You know, people will see my little uh, curls mm-hmm. nest going mm-hmm. up. They're like, I know you're smiling because <laughs> it could just break the tension. So uh, do you use any of the technology like the mobile check-in and the mobile keys, anything like that? Does that help at all? I have used the mobile check-in and the mobile okay. keys. Unfortunately, okay. a week ago, we had an incident at a um, property where the mobile key was not, it, it worked, but it was also working on doors that it shouldn't work on. So oh, okay. My, my coworker had someone come in her room at two in the morning, but they caught themselves oh because she's yelling sir this room is you know someone's in this room yeah and uh that person I could hear them jerk and say oh my goodness I'm so sorry wrong wrong room you know I didn't realize it so it's made me a little hesitant on the mobile key yeah I know that was just a one-time incident hotel immediately sent security up moved her to a different room Mm -hmm. said they weren't going to check out that room again until they figured it out but I do kind of like having that key in my hand yeah um also for security reasons I always feel like a hotel hallway is the most um unsecure area that someone could possibly be in so I want to get in my room quickly as a woman traveling alone on on my own Mm -hmm. and sometimes that mobile you know you got to give it time to come up yeah connect it to the door just right so a lot of times I do still get the regular key but I use all the other features the mobile check-in uh asking for extra tiles through the mobile uh even talking with the hotel staff through Mm -hmm. the mobile app Mm -hmm. the chat Mm -hmm. the chat and um also, uh, you know, if I need to request a late checkout or what have you. So that's mm-hmm. been very helpful. Very, yeah. very helpful. Yeah, definitely. So with all the changes that have taken place, is there anything that you would like to be uh, discontinued or are you good with everything that has been implemented? What are your thoughts? I, on I, that? I'm pretty good with things that have been implemented. I keep laughing because Throughout the pandemic, I can remember when it first started and people were like, okay, Angie, we're just going to stop traveling for a few weeks. Something's going on. (laughs) It'll be just a minute. And as it went on longer and longer, and as I listened to epidemiologists and doctors saying that this is going to last a long time, I just prayed to God for secured employment and continued employment. So any way that that can happen, I am grateful for. Even when I sit in the airport with that mask on and I'm sweating and I'm tired of it. I'm just kind of grateful that, okay, at least I'm still working. At least I'm still able to move about and do what I do. I look throughout history of different things that have happened where people have had to sacrifice more than we are. And Mm -hmm. I just know that we're spoiled, you know, and it's like, okay, God, I'm grateful. I'm still grateful, which is kind of a theme to fall within this Thanksgiving holiday is just being being grateful. Mm -hmm. You know, we could be still back in shelter in place. I don't know if you're town or area did that but being close to the epicenter here in Connecticut and being so close to New York I mean we literally just shut down and I remember talking to my sister in Missouri who was like girl no we're not wearing masks we're not shut down what do you mean you're out of different groceries we uh in Texas um we did not choose to participate in the pandemic (laughs) Texas was open (laughs) Actually, I joke, I kid, but there were maybe two weeks where um, there was a shelter in place sort of Mm -hmm. situation. And it was like recommended that you stay home and um, things like that. But for the most part, 
we have been outside. Yeah. And I mean, like outside, 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 right, yeah. right, right. concerts. And, you know, I, I think some of the restaurants did have to close down and they did close down the movie theater. So I'm, I'm just being silly right now. But uh, there were some places that had to close down. Um, but we were very, very quick to reopen and get, you know, get exactly. people back to work and, and exactly. things like that. Yes, definitely. So I let me ask you this. Throughout sorry, the pandemic and my former employer, mm-hmm. um, they still are traveling. So yeah, they are or aren't? They are not. They oh, are okay. Not. Yes, definitely. So what do you hear from people that are not? What's the, is this, is there like a magic date when people are going to like get back on the road? You know, a lot of times I keep hearing first quarter of 2022. So I don't know how that will magically so make January, February, March. That could yeah, be- <laughs> definitely. Absolutely. The other thing that I hear with my current employer is this is long term and we need to find a way to work and live just like that, like we are. Like Safety, we are now. Mass, you know, hand mm-hmm. sanitizer, washing your hands. Just mm-hmm. we're going to have to learn to live with this. Imagine yeah. that we had to be told to wash our hands. Oh, my goodness. Imagine <laughs> what that. What were folks doing? <laughs> imagine that and of course as we travel all the time you see people that don't all the time Mm -hmm. so yes 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 definitely Uh, it it is interesting to see the hygiene habits of of several people Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, definitely I saw for maybe the first or second time in my life uh the airlines actually coming in to clean the plane after we got off and I was like oh okay so this is new because normally they would say oh and please take whatever is in your seat back pocket take it with you and throw it away Mm -hmm. whatever whatever Mm -hmm. but to actually see like a crew waiting outside the door with like the the sprayer and they had on like kind of like their version of a hazmat suit and Mm -hmm. picking up trash and spraying down and I was like okay so now this is good Absolutely. Absolutely. You're great that you got just to see them wait because I'll notice if I'm more to the middle of the Mm -hmm. end of the flight, Mm -hmm. they're on there at the front cleaning and scrubbing and trying to get ready. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Also have the flight attendants handing out the wipes as we enter the plane. Mm. Say, hey, yes, like to wipe down your own area. And I have to admit, I'm kind of lazy. I'm like, okay, I have a housekeeper at home. I don't want to go here and clean your yeah. plane. So you right. can keep that hand sanitizer. Hold on to that. You can, because I'm not wiping down your stuff, but I usually take it again in yeah. uh, in kindness and just smile and mm-hmm. put it down to the side. But I'm like, if you haven't wiped it away, then it's just not going to be wiped away. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did choose to get vaccinated. I am looking for the booster. I know that that's super controversial within itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I know employers are struggling. Um, my own employer, my former employer have both kind of said, Angie, what are we going to do if this mm-hmm. vaccine must be vaccinated happens? Mm-hmm. Um, even my former employer said, okay, well, we're going to give everybody to March of next year if oh, okay. they're working from home. Because if they're working from home, why does it really matter? They're not coming into the office. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that all lasts. Yeah. Well. yeah. So talk to me a little bit about, um, did you have any events um, that you attended or went to? Did you have, you had a wedding, right? The largest event is kind of okay. like our prom for the industry. Last okay. year they were virtual and this year they were in person in DC. It's the oh. National Association of Medicaid Directors. And what the event shows, which was interesting to me, is 
only 10 attendees from each company could come, whereas normally it's like unlimited or maxed out. And that was uh, very interesting in the fact that um, like even for my own company, people kind of arguing over who was going to get those 10 spots. So how did, how did that how did that shake down? How did they work that it out? Was, it was quite a shakedown, that's for sure. You know, uh, top billing was the person who paid for the sponsorship for the okay. event. So that kind of led to it. But uh, yeah, it was just interesting to, as we attended the conference to say, well, how did you pick, what straw did you pick to get mm -hmm. here? Because mm -hmm. it's obviously with only 10 people. Uh, they also had the cutest little, I wish I had them with me, Robin, just little signs that said, I'm a hugger or handshakes only, or please stay back. I've seen those. I've seen those. Nice. That was very nice. Yeah. Because I kept thinking, how are they going to, because they kept saying, you must be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. We used a, a app on our phone mm -hmm. to show that we were vaccinated. Uh, they also took temperatures at the door. It was just very surreal. But all, all of us at this conference were so grateful to be face to face. I think we would have did anything. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that uh, in the in the form of wristbands, uh, mm -hmm. a green one if you want to shake hands or hug, and then a red one kind of like stay away, and then a yellow wristband kind of like, you know, uh, I'm good with the the social distancing, but you yeah. know we don't either need to, we don't need to touch or yeah. what have you. Yeah. Um, so it was a full on conference. So you had a keynote oh, yes. and workshops Speakers, and meals workshop. together. Okay, absolutely. Uh, I did find it odd that a lot of the networking hours and things, there was no social distancing. We were all in the same room. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, this event was two weeks ago and no one reported, you know, coming back sick or oh, anything amen. like that. So amen to that. How many people yeah. do you think were in attendance? Would you say? Just to guess. Uh, Over 200? Normally, normally the event would probably have at least 4,000 attendees. Oh. And at this one, I would say it was maybe a thousand. Okay. So that's still relatively big. I mean, it's it more than relatively big. The 25, Absolutely. you know, mm -hmm. inside that they recommend. So Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And the hotel did a great job of putting signs up. You know, it was a Marriott property. Hey, mm -hmm. limit to, you know, three people in the elevator at a time. And it just seemed like they directed us to it seemed like they had dressed up their service elevators to not be service elevators so it could oh. give more room to go up and okay. down. So that was very nice. So well. they made accommodation for you all to Absolutely. keep the social distancing rules in place and things like as that. Much as oh, possible. that's good. Yes. Very good. Possible. Yeah. Kudos to the staff. Have you noticed anything when you're uh, traveling as a, as a, a team mom? Ah, yeah, there. football. Glad it's over, but it was 10 <laughs> intense weeks of yes, yes, yes. Number one, the uh, players could not leave the hotel, whereas they normally had in the past. So, so trying to keep them germ-free because if they got COVID, they were told they would be out for three weeks. And the Yale Harvard football season is the Ivy League is just 10 weeks. They don't have the big Super Bowls like the SEC and the Big Ten groups. So that was interesting. Um the hotels did sometimes have very limited rooms, although they were not booked and trying to keep their capacity down. And they did not use the word pandemic, Robin. It was interesting. They would say staffing, like because of our, you know, we're having limited mm -hmm. staffing issues. Mm -hmm. We don't have mm -hmm. enough to uh, service you. Uh, yeah. Normally we would have big team luncheons or dinners when we would mm -hmm. arrive. 
a lot of restaurants would say, we don't want to provide you bad service, but would you consider pre-ordering so we could have everything ready in shaping oh. dishes? And you guys kind of do buffet style versus a plated dinner where everybody's ordering their own individual thing with a waiter and waitress. So those are some of the big changes that I yeah. noticed in people trying to accommodate and make room. When the season started and it was warmer, we did choose a lot of outdoor eating venues. So that mm -hmm. was very helpful as well. And I love uh, some of the uh, areas where people have um, turned the street sidewalk into like a little restaurant outside with yeah. you know bug lamps and heat mm -hmm, lamps mm -hmm. and all of that. It's, it's refreshing to hear that restaurants and the hotels are being creative in order to accommodate yes, the groups. Very much so. It's been tough and they don't use the word pandemic because it's not the pandemic anymore. I mean, it's kind of mm -hmm. like, it's kind of behind us, but we still have the labor shortage, the labor crisis. Um, with the pandemic, people have had the opportunity to kind of uh, sit back and kind of think about their lives and how they've been able to stay at home Yes. and do something different absolutely and they don't want to go back to the way the things were at the absolutely. hotel so if you're in yes. catering at the hotel you know you're working 12 hour days getting mm -hmm. ready for a wedding or a family reunion or something like that but you had the opportunity to stay at home and you know make money online or doing whatever it is uh you're you know follow your passion absolutely. um so Everybody's talking about this labor shortage and the big, um, what is it? The, the great resignation, the great resignation and, yeah. and all these things. <laughs> but so it's like, people are not coming back. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, we host the podcast is to oh, yes. kind of shine a light on the hospitality industry and, 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 and try to keep it alive. Sure. I mean, exactly. we need people to come back creative. to work. Absolutely. <laughs> we need Absolutely. people to come back to the restaurants and we need Absolutely. people to come back to the hotels, Absolutely. but it can't be the way it was. Absolutely. People cannot be charged with working 12 hour days. I mean, it makes no yeah. sense. There needs to be work-life balance. Absolutely. So work -life I'm glad balance, to see family, children, yeah. all of those things. Definitely. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just in my own personal space, but I feel that this I don't know if they are considered Generation X or Y, but the in the 20s, there is a very entrepreneurial spirit within yeah. that age range. Yeah. I know That's the Gen Z. Yeah, Gen they're, Z. They've, they've, they're like, what's the job? Yes. yes. Uh, you know, because yes. what I'm doing is, is for me and it's not, it's not work because absolutely it's absolutely. for myself and it's you yes. know so yes. yeah I'm very excited about that and mm -hmm. people uh selling hair and yes. doing makeup and mm -hmm. just all kind of things opening barber yeah. shops just yeah I mean it's just been very a very entrepreneurial spirit yeah um even harder for um my parents in their 70s to understand that my 20 year old about to graduate from Yale in December, kid is saying, you know, I'm going to open my own business. Because mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. for them, they're like, what? You're not going to go work for General Motors or the hospital? Exactly. The it's like, like, so you're not going to get on at the post office? Remember, they, that was like a thing to get to get a government job. <laughs> exactly. Aren't you going to get on? Get on at the plant? Yes. Get on at the plant? <laughs> right, like, right, no. right. Join the union. I'm like, no. Work so 40 years and retire from there? Yeah. Yes. 
Yes, they get very frustrated. Oh, Angie, you should be so upset that he's getting ready to graduate. He don't even have an idea what he's going to do. I said, I think it's just going to be greatness in its own. Mm-hmm. It's just an entrepreneurial experience That's right. that you just can't tear down. So, yeah. super excited for that this. That is wonderful. Yeah. That is awesome. So, as we wrap, give me maybe like, I don't know, two or three of your travel tips your oh, like your man. some of your favorite stuff I mean are you on the road every week now or pretty what, what's much, your pretty okay. much so Monday I'll head out to Jackson Mississippi I think the next week I'm Baltimore and uh I think the week before Christmas we'll chill out and I'm actually going to take a personal holiday and spend the last two weeks of the year in Florida oh good so, yes yeah yeah so, so you truly are a road warrior and you have been on the road keep my suitcase packed at all times I keep telling my employees slowly, but surely you'll get two sets of toiletries. So you're not in and out, in and out. Mm -hmm. You just got it packed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So give us your, uh, your travel tips for somebody that's on the road. On Gentlemen too, I would highly recommend this little mini Amazon fan. It's $14.99. It's our version. It has three different speeds. Normally when the plane is getting ready to take off, they don't have the engines roaring. Mm -hmm. And if you're sitting in a hot area, Yep. And you don't want to take your mask down and upset mm-hmm. the flight, flight staff. Just definitely have your own personal mini fan. I love from Amazon, you can get a box of 50 or 100 individually wrapped masks. Mm-hmm. They are so helpful, especially when you want to kind of change out if yours has gotten all gooky or wet yeah. or sweaty or even just being a, a kindness to pass one on to someone else. You might yeah. make their day. Yeah. They come in different patterns and I know some of the ladies will laugh and I'll hand them this little pink uh, graffiti one. They're like, oh, that's so cute. It's disposable. So just little <laughs> things like that. And of course, take the stress off. I recommend a mini travel uh, adult coloring book for anyone. That. It just kind of mindless nothings and just take your mind away and take you to another place, especially when you're not traveling anywhere fun. I had to laugh when one of the people that was checking my luggage said, well, I'm going to yell that you're going to Paris, but I know that you're really just going to Mississippi because <laughs> <laughs> you want to make me feel good at dark 30 hours. Oh, I was in the goodness. airport at 4 a.m. for a 6 a.m. flight. Oh, um, my Lord. That is too much. Well, we appreciate you getting back on the road. We, we appreciate your team getting on the road. Do you have any final thoughts as we... Um, you know, talk about the, um, how important it is for these face-to-face meetings to take place. And, you know, just for us to, to get back to, I mean, we're social people, we're, we're humans, we need human contact. So how important is that, uh, for your business? When we're in the community traveling, we're building those relationships and making bonds, breaking bread, taking clients to breakfast, lunch, or dinner, volunteering at the community-based organizations that we are having as our key stakeholders, making check presentations. Next week in Mississippi, we'll be doing a coat drive across the state. We'll start down in the South in Biloxi and work our way all the way up north to South Haven. So it's just a, a blessing to be a blessing and get out in the community and Again, we'll honor whatever practices our clients want to have. So if it's wearing our masks or not wearing our masks, we just get out there and, and show that we care. And it's people before profits for us. My goodness, I, I just would remind people to give each other grace and patience, but don't be afraid. Get out there and, and still live your best life and enjoy these traveling years 
whether it's personal or business. Don't don't live with regrets to say, man, I wish I saw Fiji or I wish, wish I had climbed this mountain or went to this, you know, hotel, et cetera. Just get out there and let's let's enjoy life and, and be grateful for the even with the accommodations that we must make. I love that. Thank you so much, Angie. Thank you. You're so awesome. Thank you. You too. We thank you for listening to Don't Look Under the Bed. You can continue to support the show by subscribing and sharing. Hospitality, that's our business.